Folks, if you'd like a copy of my best-selling first book, Tales of a First-Round Nothing, head on over to ecwpress.com. If you'd like a copy of my second book, Tales with TR, Fights, Film, and Folklore, head on over to www.flankerpress.com. If you'd like either copy personalized, just add a note. Thanks for listening to my podcast, and happy reading. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, ladies and gents, boys and girls, welcome to episode 158A of Tales with TR. I'm your host, Terry Ryan. We're going to settle in here in the my studio, which is my computer being flipped open wherever it may be. Today, it's in my living room. We're going to have a cup of coffee. Mm. Good. And we're going to get right to it. Great to be with you. Weather still sucks here on the rock, but apparently I'm looking at it tomorrow. Turns a corner and we got a week of sun. We haven't had two days in a row of sun yet. And last summer was three months straight of fantastic weather. You never know what you're going to get, and you don't move to Newfoundland for the weather. And if it was nice here all the time, I think it would be overpopulated. So I take these days, these months, this weather with a grain of salt. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to answer some of your questions today. So, and maybe slap down a music recommendation or two. But uh, before, you know, once in a while things happen. And I wonder if it happens to other people as much as it happens to me. So I'm just tossing this out there. But I was on the way home from Edmonton. I explained to you guys, I think, last week about... My trip to Edmonton and, and carving Kevin Lowe and uh, roasting Kevin Lowe and at the event and it was it was awesome to see so many old friends and and people I looked up to and hadn't met and it was just a whirlwind of fun and adventure. Capped off by the way by my, the last day there I spent the whole day at the West Edmonton Mall and I love doing that. I'm not even sure if I talked about that, but I love it. Anyway. On the way back, I'm going through the airport in Toronto. And I look over and I see my buddy, Tino Borges. And Tino is a musician in town. And I'd seen him on the way to the roast 
So I found it. I forget where he was. He was on his way to see a concert somewhere. So I'd seen him on the way to the roast. And now I'm on the way back. And I'm like, oh, interesting. Tino's there. Tino's a heavier set guy, big uh, beard. Um, I've known him for years. He's a Newfoundland musician, runs the uh, Bull and Barrel. Any of you that have been here, any of my friends have gone there with me. It's one of my favorite hole-in-the-wall bars in the world. A lot of great music and uh, musicians that often it's like, you know, an open mic for like really talented, legendary Newfoundland musicians. That's what it turns into. But just great bands there and a fantastic setup. So there at the Bull and Barrel. I mention it at the end of every podcast, I think. So anyway, I think it's Tino when I, I see Tino. And I walk over and I slap him on the back. And I'm like, do you want a beer? Because it was actually Montreal. It was at the uh, something in pickle, the the, the pot and pickle, or I, I forget. Anybody that's been through, you know where I'm talking about. Something in pickle. And I went in and I slapped Tino. And he had like a drink, a Caesar or something in front of him. And it kind of spilled a little bit, like it shook him. And he turned around. And he turned around. It's not Tino. So now I've got a beer. And I've walked over and I've slapped him. My flight's delayed. And I've I've just been talking about it with somebody else right behind this guy that I thought was Tino. So I'm like, if he heard that, and I'm I'm pretty sure he did. Like he knows that I'm stuck here now to have a beer. So I I slap him and I see him. He knows I got nowhere to go. I've got a brand new beer. He's got a drink. And the worst is that now I kind of recognize him. It's somebody else. I don't know his name. I forget, but he's from Newfoundland and I've been in his company and he actually, I, I believe he must have a daughter or son in soccer because I see him once in a while dropping off Penny Lane or at her games or whatever it is. So now I do kind of know him and I'm like, on what level do I know this guy? The way I just slapped him, right? And went, where are you at, buddy? Like, you know, just like Teddy Hitchcock would do. But it was one of those. And then he turned around and he said, oh, oh, oh um, not, not, not bad. Uh, nice to see you. Where are you coming from? So then I was forced into this, well, my own fault, into this conversation. And I told him, now he knows it's weird for me to be slapping him like that. And I know that I'm not in the conversation that I really thought I'd be in. So it was awkward to say the least. I didn't want to give, and I don't think he did. He must have known that I accidentally did. I mean, I really don't know. Or maybe he was just going, wow, man, Terry Ryan is a fucking, what a nice guy this guy is, you know? Unbelievable. Sees me once in a while in passing at soccer, and now he's buying me beers and slapping me on the back and let's party, which not quite what I was doing, but close to, close to. And I did. Like, after I did that, I felt bad, so I bought him a beer, and myself one. Now, I didn't even want. The first one was given to me, first of all, by a passenger going through that had to go on to their flight and gave me like their full beer, just talking about fucking Shorzy or whatever. So now I slapped him and we got a conversation going. I didn't even want the beer in the first place. Now I bought another one and I, you know, it's all good. I'm not going to complain about having a beer. But I had to sit through both beers talking to someone that I have no fucking idea really what his name is or Anything really about him other than, you know, he must have some relative or friend involved in soccer. So anyway, we shot the shit. Um, I did find out that his name is Neil. Other than that, I don't know much about it. So, Neil, there's the story if you listen. 
to the podcast, which I'm sure you don't, but that's how it all went down. And uh, I did have a good time. It was awkward for the first bit, but uh, we ended up dissecting um, much about three or four different sports. And uh, we got into Pink Floyd a little bit. I was listening to that on my on my pod, on my fucking iPod. What am I saying? On my phone. And uh, Neil knew a lot about Pink Floyd. So it ended up being a pretty good conversation. I wonder if he knows it was birthed from an accident. I really don't know. Once in a while, uh, shit happens and you deal with it. But this was a fortunate instance. So it was good seeing you, Neil. Uh, now I had a question three podcasts ago about the Anaheim Ducks. So the person... Guys, I work for the Hockey Podcast Network, as you know, right? This is just one podcast in a plethora of podcasts that they have that usually deal with hockey. Uh, so any Anaheim Ducks fans out there, you got to listen to the Quack Report. The guy who who, edit, or who produces this podcast for me, I record this into my, into my uh, laptop. I press download and I send it out west. Carter Potts uh, lives in Western Canada, and he does this for me, but he also runs the Quack Report. So if you're an Anaheim Ducks fan, I know I don't get to all, like, I often just talk about Canadian teams, and I get it, and most of my traffic that I'm getting on, you know, most messages, most questions that have to do with the podcast or anything even remotely close to hockey, whatever it might be, it often comes from Leafs, Habs fans, right, Oilers fans, Senators, like it just happens to be, you know, I can go down the list, all, all, you know, Calgary, Vancouver, whatever. It, it's, it's, you know, because I guess it takes place in Canada. And, you know, while I appreciate fans from all over, those fans tend to be, what's the word? The, you know, they're the, I'm not going to say craziest, the best. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and they tend to be, you know, and, and it, it's like I'm assuming if, if if I did a baseball podcast out of New York and I talked about the Yankees a little bit, you know, uh, so I don't always get to all the teams. I try to stay relevant. And, uh, you know, I think I spoke a little bit about the uh, about Vegas, Florida, but, uh, you know, I don't go in depth because, A, I don't analyze a lot of hockey on this podcast. And, uh, you know, it's mostly about stories and having buddies on and just talking about anything really, as you know. And uh, B, we've got so many with the Hockey Podcast Network that that deal with that. So the Anaheim, and check into it, guys. I'm not going to go down through every single podcast, but the Hockey Podcast Network generally has a podcast for each team. And then they have a few like mine or, um, I don't know, Southpaw, you know, with uh, fourth line voice, like things like that. So most of them are just, uh, you know, reports, the quack, hence the quack report, and commentary on specific teams. So I highly recommend that. I've had two questions about Anaheim Ducks, uh, Trevor Zegras's contract being one, what they're going to do next year. And uh, I really highly recommend you listen to that one, as you Ducks fans, sorry, Carter Potts podcast. It's called the Quack Report. And... Um, and down the list, if you're, you know, if you're a fan of any particular team, you can definitely find a podcast dealing with it that's very relevant to the topic under the 
Hockey Podcast Network umbrella. And uh, most of them can also be seen on YouTube as we can now as well. And uh, anyway. Uh, it's funny. I'll keep doing them on YouTube. But uh, it is, you know, like the traffic for YouTube is really minuscule compared to everywhere else. You know, there's the audio downloads. Uh, which I guess is understandable. It's nothing for me to fucking toss on the camera, so I'll do it. But right now, I got to be honest, it's hardly worth my while to go to the YouTube. I mean, you would think, you would think that, you know, YouTube being as popular as it is, and uh, you don't really have to watch. It's also, I mean, you can just have it on in the background and listen. But really, you're talking about thousands and thousands of downloads. With uh, when it comes to audio, whatever I'm, I'm guessing that's like Spotify, and Apple, and Pod, Podbean, whatever. There are fucking starting to be hundreds of platforms to listen to a particular podcast. But for some reason, yeah, YouTube. Most of my listeners could take it or leave it, which is fine. It's actually easier to to record without any video. And when I say video, most of them are the, the guests, the, the podcast that I have a guest. This particular one, me, my fat head and a fucking coffee in the morning, sitting here looking like a goddamn slob with two cats at my shoulders, whatever, for most of it. Um, yeah, I, I don't really post these. Why would you just want to see my head and fucking nothing else? Doesn't make any sense. But here we go. Next question. Hey, Terry, give me a one-hit wonder, something that I haven't heard that I'll probably like and maybe even recognize from Carl in Vancouver. Okay. Oh, sorry, sorry, from David, David Clark in Vancouver. Um, okay, top of my head, we're going to go with No Myth, okay? Uh, I don't know if you're a movie fan or a film buff. You've probably heard of Sean Penn. Right? Sean Penn had a brother, Chris Penn, that was in, uh, I know he was in Reservoir Dogs. He was in a few Tarantino movies, played a gangster. Um, I remember him in three or four movies, and he was always a gangster. Chris Penn was his name. So Sean and Chris are brothers. There's a third brother, Michael Penn. And uh, speaking of YouTube, there's a good cut of him doing it. Uh, he does a song, No Myth, on David Letterman, I believe, in 87 or 88. It was a great tune. It is a great tune, sorry, I should say. Um, and Michael Penn is very underrated, but he ended up, I don't think he liked the limelight. And around that time, Sean Penn, his brother, was dating Madonna. I think he married Madonna. And there was just a lot, you know, there was Sean Penn was always in the fucking media for all the wrong reasons. Um, shortly after, he really, I'm not going to say cleaned his act up, but started to do more interesting, deeper projects, started to be a director more than an actor, or I guess... Split the difference, but whatever, you know what I'm saying. Sean Penn really, really grew up, matured a lot in the late 80s, early 90s. But before that, there was a bit of a hoopla, and wherever he went, it was, you know, what's the word? There was a level of paparazzi, and I think, I think Britney Spears in the early 2000s, I suppose. And it wasn't just because Sean Penn was a huge star, it was because Sean Penn was dating or, or married to Madonna. Circus ensued so uh michael penn I, i'm sure there's more to it but i know that that kind of uh you know he didn't like that 
not going to say it upset him. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I don't think it appealed to him, that lifestyle. And so he just continued writing and producing. I'm sure he makes a good dollar. But that is uh, definitely his best song, and he didn't release a lot on his own. But uh, there you go. Michael Penn, No Myth, late 80s. Check it out. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's promo code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. In West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Max bet $50. 10-plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. Uh, here we go. S.C. Wilson. I think I'm saying that right, man. It's tough to... Uh... Read your handle there, S.C. Wilson, with with uh, numbers in between. Anyway, um, okay. So I appreciate you reading my second book. This is a long message, so I'm going to paraphrase for it. Uh, basically, what Mr. Wilson was saying is that he read my book, and he says I cannot explain this any better than what Terry has written said this to his wife. She cried. She hugged me. The book changed my life, and I couldn't articulate properly what I was feeling. Thank you. I'm an active listen to your pod. I don't expect a response, but I just wanted you to know. Okay, so, and, and there's a little bit more, but, and in it, uh, you know, so I had a few of these messages because I do. I talk about concussions and, and, and uh, brain injuries and things because it happened to me, man. And um, I often look at the YouTube just type in these words, Terry Ryan gets hit and Byron Brisky and Damon Lankow respond. Okay, that's me getting a cross check up in the side of my head. I was knocked out before I hit the ice and my head it came off my feet completely and my head hit the ice first. So it was a double whammy. Okay, now I didn't want to take much time off. I didn't really know much about concussions at the time. Obviously, I felt a little sick to my stomach. My head hurt. I thought that's pretty normal. So I got on a plane and I flew up to play the All-Star game the next day in Prince George. I don't remember much about the All-Star game other than just kind of running into my buddy Sheldon Surrey. Like, you know, I, I just kind of went to hit him lightly and, and, it, and it, you know, just kind of finished the play and, and it kind of rattled my cage a little bit. And I realized there was something going on. It took me about a year. I ended up, I, I every day I felt really shitty and you know, I've often explained this to people that didn't have concussions and they have no fucking idea. Like, 
I know it. It was black and white. I'm not speculating. I'm not saying it might have been anxiety. I'm not, none of that. I know it. It was post-concussion syndrome. I, I had my depth perception was off. I had more headaches than ever. Um, there was, yeah, it's just a gloomy time. And, and people ask me about the feeling, you know, I had anxiety and depression. Well, I'm like, I don't know if, if something in my head gets hit and it turns this switch to make anxiety and depression. But if you've got a brain injury, trigger anxiety and depression, I mean, if, if you've got a brain injury, that's going to give you enough anxiety anyway, isn't it? So for me, I mean, that stuff came with feeling shitty every day. It was very logical. Like, you know, this is, I got hit. I still not feeling okay. Obviously, I'm going to feel a bit depressed. But I think that's the case for most people. And I think a lot of people go through this. Like it happened to me coming across the middle in hockey, but it happens to people falling off their fucking bike at the park, right? I, I mean, I've since, when I first did it and played hockey and, and you know, I, I, I figured only hockey players would identify. And over the years, I'm like, that's silly because so many people that listen to this podcast or that I speak to or, or read my book and, you know, like I said, it's fights, film, and folklore, the whole beginning part of the book. I mean, it's under the umbrella of fights, like I put it, but I mean, it's fights, it's brain injury, it's, it's, it's hits. For me, all those fights I got in, man, we're talking hundreds. Um, hockey fights, I mean. Uh, you know, and I never felt it once from that. It was four times distinctly, one real bad, what I just explained on YouTube. And it was just like kind of coming through the middle. It, it wasn't even getting hit on the wall. It was somewhere out in the ice, and I didn't see it coming. And that is what gave me post-concussion syndrome. Did, yes, I did speak about Ryan Vandenbush, Trevor Gillies, and Mark Morrow, and Ty Domi giving me crazy punches. There was lots more of those. Those were what I remember in my book as being like the hardest punches. But neither one of those put me into a spin with post-concussion syndrome. They, Vandenbush knocked me out at center ice. But don't be confused with being knocked out. In, in that, I just went woozy. I went black. I opened my eyes, I'm on the ground, I went to the box, he, he, he talked me through it. But the next day I was fine. I mean, I had black eye and my head hurt a little bit. But I didn't have post-concussion syndrome from it. There's a huge difference, right? I used to laugh and say, like, one is a, is a face injury, the other one is a head injury, right? For something about the G-force, whatever. I mean, I, take, I took a lot of hard punches from a lot of hard fucking nosed hockey players. And it's just as hard as that might be, it pales in comparison to putting your head down, taking a breakout pass, and getting crushed by some D on the other side that steps into you. You know? So, I mean, there's two things here I'm explaining. So, I, I'm just trying to explain to you how I got my concussions and, and that they happen. And they happen in car accidents, other sports. I read somewhere that happens a lot in soccer. In soccer, I mean, other than heading the ball, right? I mean, really, when would you think in all that time you're going to get a concussion but what happens is that you know it's soccer is more physical than people think just as an example there's all these sports i can explain how concussions happen but it happens more when you cut your head whips kind of thing that's why like getting the punch didn't necessarily do it a couple of my concussions my head didn't really even get hit i was coming through the middle with the puck my shoulder might have got hit might have been a clean check but my head snaps back Right. And with that, your brain moves inside your skull. And for me, I mean, I went to the Mayo Clinic, the best neurological place in the world for like a lot of people say. And, um, you know, I spent a week there doing tests and I remember the doctors explaining that to me, you know, that's what happened. 
We can sit here and fucking speculate all we want. You're in the National Hockey League. It's a hard league to be in when you go through these concussions. So I had to take some time off, and that's what he explained to me. You know, it was like a G-force kind of thing, my head snapping. So, I mean, outside of how I did it, how I dealt with it, yeah, I mean, that happens. And, and you, you know, you're going to have – basically, you need some rest. You need some good friends. And uh, I hate to promote drugs on here, but, but uh, I don't really hate to, but – I don't want why do I, I don't want anybody to misconstrue what I'm saying here, but weed gummies really are the best thing that you know, when it came to pain, I find smoking weed um you know, often it may take my mind off things, but the, the when I ingest the edibles, that kind of gives me a body I'm gonna say a body stone, but the pain any pain that I have in a muscle it helps for that, but it also helps for anxiety. I mean, and then there's levels of THC. If I get anxiety, sometimes I just take CBD. There's no THC in it, meaning I don't get stoned. For those who don't understand the lingo, CBD doesn't get you stoned, right? So if someone you know is taking that, you know, they're not doing it to get high. So it obviously works. Now, you know your body, man. The people I'm talking to, you know your body better than I know it. I know my limitations now when it comes to that stuff. If I take too much, it makes me feel uncomfortable, right? But for me, if I take a little nibble off 20 or 30 milligrams of uh, of, a, of an edible with, uh, you know, a considerable amount of THC, uh, you know, it brings me back down to earth a little bit. If I got a right, and uh, like I did this morning, I'm having some coffee, if you can't tell. It makes me a little bit fired up. And... Uh, it's not uncomfortable, but if it got to that point, I'd have a little bit of a weed gummy a couple times a week. I microdose mushrooms. I don't mind saying that. It clears my head out, makes me feel good, helps me write better, helps me focus. Um, I feel like I'm a better person when I do it. Uh, you know, not by a lot, but a little. I just feel I'm easier to be around. Uh, less, less. It's less probable that I'm going to get in an argument with somebody. And, you know, for those out there that are married, I'm not now. But Penny Lane's mom and I didn't really get along when we lived under one roof. She's visiting now for the week. She's staying here. There's times I want to rip my fucking hair out. And I'd say she's the same when it comes to me. And she should be. Because I'm sure I'm not great to live with. Love my personal time. And I have some quirks. But, uh, you know, it's a little easier when I microdose a little bit or... You know, I mean, and again, I'm not, don't get this confused with, you know, every time you, you run into adversity, go fucking down a beer or, or get drugs. But those I don't find addictive and those I find work better than any pill, any Ativan or anything I can get from the doctor, from some big pharma. I, I don't know. I don't really enjoy that. The thought of taking pills and having it, all of them go through my liver that someone made in a lab somewhere when, uh, you know, a little bit of weed, not addictive, makes me feel good, take it when I need it. <laughs> I know I didn't really comment on anything that you said specifically um, there, uh, Mr. Wilson, but uh, I hope all of this is making sense. And I hope uh, a lot of you people listening it's just so you can identify and realize that, you know, there's more people out there going through it. I really don't even think it's a big deal anymore. So if you have 
anxiety, depression, a brain injury, whatever it might be, and you're sitting at home alone thinking you're alone, you're really not. Well, I guess technically you are if you're home alone, but you know what I'm saying. There's people out there that go through the exact same thing, and even without the brain injuries, anxiety and depression is part of being human, man. We all got to face adversity, and some of us deal with it better than others. And, uh, you know, there's there's reach out, there's people, there's, there's therapists, there, there's friends, there's, you know, if weed doesn't work for you, maybe uh, relax yourself with a nice cup of tea and a movie or whatever it is. But there's things that take your mind off it. You're not alone, okay? Uh, I deal with it my way. You deal with it yours. And uh, I guess just know that Knowing that you're not alone, I think, is half the battle. And for me, um, once that happened, especially being in the hockey community, you heard Scott Thorne on here last week, uh, it just became a lot more comfortable and part of my everyday life. Oh, really? Uh, you got a bit of a headache? Okay, me too. Um, not feeling the best because of it. Let's... Deal with it and move on, you know? Everybody's different. There's different levels, all that. I get it. Ah, uh, okay, one sec. Uh, la lastly, I want to get back to a guy named Owen. Owen sent me a message about the Chicklets Cup, which was a year ago. We are going to do another one soon. St stay tuned for ch spitting Chicklets. Um, they've been talking about it a bit. I don't know if they mentioned the dates yet, but you know, I'll let them do that. It's coming soon. Anyway, he says, you and the ginger in this pick, meaning Justin Pender, a big buddy of mine, those who follow know who I'm talking about, are clowns, all stick and no body. I would put you in a blender, bud. See you at the next cup. From Owen. And then he goes on to say, do I really, if I really played ball hockey like he does, I would understand that he's a lot better than me. This is a lot of messages. I'm just, I'm paraphrasing. I read the first one literally verbatim. Sure. Being you and the ginger in this pick are clowns. I'll stick in nobody. I would put you in a blender, bud. See you at the next cup. Although I do play ball hockey, my friend. I have three world championships and I didn't see you at any of them. Those are being played. I, I played those with Team Canada where I wore a letter. Uh, I've been to many. I, again, I haven't seen you. I don't think you'd put me in a blender, but usually you see the best in the world at the world championships, right? That tends to be the case. Go across any sport that you know. If they pick a national team and you're on it and you go to the world championships and you win. And I mean, as long as we're fucking talking here, I don't normally pat myself on the back. Well, maybe I do, but I'm going to do it here because you're at the last one, Owen, I was the MVP. And again, I didn't see you now. I'm going to go to one more world championship. It's at the master's level, which is over 34. It's in, ba it's in Buffalo, sorry. And I believe it's August 30th to September 5th. Anybody listening, you want to come see some good ball hockey? Check it out. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and Owen, all I can say is that I hope, I hope we do see you at the, at the Chicklets Cup. Um, you know, may the best team win. <clears throat> I'm... Uh, I love going to those things. I try to bring my dad and, uh, well, the boys are nice enough to include him. He's good for content. 
and my buddies, and we always have generally a pretty good team. We're, we're a little bit older, but we're all played on the national or world level at some point. I know on our team, uh, you know, we've all, you know, Pender included, uh, Jeremy Bishop, Connor Donahue, uh, Remy Laurencel was on our team last time, Bobby Hauser. We've all played and uh, we've all won at some point the world championship, my man. So good luck to you at the Chicklets Cup. And I really want to win the Chicklets Cup. But uh, regardless, I'm glad I got these three rings, you know. And uh, I didn't see you at either one. But good luck getting there. And uh, may the best team win, Owen. Who will we have in two days? Tessa Bonham says, she, I mean, it's really is, is, it's a scheduling thing. I know a lot of people are there waiting. And uh, if she can get free tomorrow, then we're going to do it. If not, it'll be next week. And I tell you why. Because I know it was going to be Thursday. Guys, I know myself. Tomorrow night, I'm going to Collective Soul. The Novaks are opening for Collective Soul. And myself and my buddies are going to go down early. And uh, we're going to get a nice bite to eat, sip on a drink, maybe have some of those edibles I was telling you about. And I'm going to watch. I really like Collective Soul. Five songs are bangers, and there's probably another five to seven that are that I like. So I looked at their set list. I don't usually do that ahead of time, but I wanted to make sure it wasn't like, hey, so here's our new album. And you don't hear anything, you know, fucking, well, but what about come out and play, self-esteem, better now. Sorry, we'll play them next time. We're on a new album kick. Uh, but they're not. They're not. They're playing a couple off their new one, but they're playing all their bangers, so I'm looking forward to that. So anyway, Thursday morning is out, so hopefully we can get Tess on tomorrow. I hope you guys understand. If not, I'll have my uh, my dad on Friday and then uh, do another couple episodes next week with Tessa and Paul Romanuk's going to come on soon. Look up that name. He's a Canadian broadcasting, dare I say, legend. And uh, he's uh, he's got a podcast that I would call The Walrus Was Paul. And it's all about the Beatles and uh, certain Beatles, Beatles albums and sounds. And he has musicians on as well as athletes. Really interesting. I can't wait to get Paul on. And I would do that tomorrow, but I, it, need, it, it, this, it deserves quite a bit of research. And I really don't have time today. And like I said, tomorrow we're going on a bender. So thanks for tuning in. And I promise we will have a guest in just a couple of days, just not sure which guest that's going to be. If you're downtown St. John's and you want to have a beer, why not go to Trinity Pub, TJ's Pub, Rob Roy Confusion, the Martini Bar, Greensleeves Pub, or the Bull and Barrel, which I mentioned. If you're going to go for a bite to eat, why not do it at Blue on Water? Why not do it at Merchant Tavern or Wedgwood Cafe? Support local. Check it out. Uh, downtown St. John's is opening up. The pedestrian walk has started. The cars, the vehicular traffic is uh, suspended now till the uh, till September. So it should be a fucking awesome time. And the weather's just finally coming around. Uh, if you're on row, if you want to work out, make a change in your life. Uh, go to Rope Walk Lane Power Conditioning for the next month. You'll see Alex Newhook. That's his. Jim of choice. Ryan Power is his trainer of choice. And uh, I agree, Ryan is an unbelievable trainer, really helped me out. And I continue to go to power conditioning on Rope Walk Lane. Strength and balance for the body and mind. Check it out, folks. 
you want to go to Mr. Lube, there's two locations in St. John's. One's on Torbay Road and one is on Camount Road. Live, laugh, lube. Pitbull pain relief. The Pitbull or the pain sticks that just won't quit. Check it out. Pitbullpainrelief.com. They also have a new Instagram under uh, Pitbull Pain Relief, as you would expect. So I just started following them and they will be posting lots of interesting things upcoming. Uh, they're going to expand their product base a little bit but uh, like I said for now it's the pain sticks that just won't quit I'm living proof that they work I use them almost every single day true hockey take what's yours I'll be back in just a couple of days with episode 158B thanks for tuning in folks I'll catch you all on the rebound this has been 158A of Tales with TR <laughs>